Welcome to Tuned In Town, episode 50. Today's date is January 3rd, 2018. Uh, and happy second anniversary! Yay! So, uh, I'm Devin, and with me, as always, we have Caleb. Hello. Uh, so, it's weird to think that we've had this podcast for almost two years. It is. It is really weird. So, um, after a long uh, Christmas and New Year's break, we've literally taken a break of not recording uh so but it is the 50th uh episode and that's a big milestone that halfway is halfway to 100 yep um it's good to be back in front of the mice with our new equipment <gasps> yeah we got a lot of new equipment uh from Santa and stuff and so uh without um much ado about nothing. No, that's Shakespeare. We're going to head and go into uh, our first segment, Adventureland Chat. Oh, goody! Shall we chat? Oh, yes. Let's. Alrighty, welcome to Tomorrowland Bugle. Um, Caleb is going to start us off today. Yep. So I did many things while we were on break. Uh, to start off our holiday, we went and saw Elf at the Eccles, Broadway <laughs> musical. That was a really good musical. Um, oh, we went up to Canada for... Oh, Canada. I don't know what their national anthem is. I don't know is. either. <laughs> so, you're in the same boat. Uh, we went to Canada for Christmas. We have some relatives that live up there and went to uh, Edmonton, Alberta, and that was fun. And, yes... Uh, it's a very quick summary of what we did. Awesome. Uh, for me, it was pretty much a relaxed uh, break here for me. I mean, I just kind of hung out with friends. We filmed some stuff for my school. Uh, and that's really it for me. Except for, uh, I haven't talked about any of my Disneyland trips. Yeah. Which, um... has been things... Been places. Been places. Seen things. Seen things. There we go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they were, you know, it's it's Disneyland. Still magical. Still doing good. Um, uh, We were there, though, the day that Mark Hamill was on Star Tours. But we unfortunately didn't get to see him because he only went on twice. On Star Tours twice, you know, I was like... Still. I don't know if you can call it... Propaganda for Star Wars: The Last Jedi, but, um, but still, that would have been cool. Yeah, I, I was in Disneyland with Mark Hamill, in the vicinity, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it's really good. We went during uh, Christmas time with my entire family. Um, spent a couple days there. Uh, yeah, I wore my Tune in Town shirt. So if you guys saw me there, hi. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and Caleb posted a couple uh, pictures that I sent him onto our Instagram uh, account. So, oh, yeah, go I, and I did. 
Go and check out those. Uh, that this that's pretty much it. We saw a Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, me and How Caleb we went over and just went okay. to kind of a local theater and went and saw Christmas Carol. Uh, you know, it's a it's a good theater, but not as good as you know like an off Broadway, like Eccles here in Utah. Mm. So, uh, that's really it for me. Anything else you want to touch base on? Uh, no. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into uh, what you guys are looking forward to, uh, Tomorrowland Bugle, where we're going to talk about uh, all the stuff that we've missed and some of the really cool news articles that we've heard throughout the break and uh, ready to inform you guys, if you guys haven't already heard. So let's go ahead and get into Tomorrowland Bugle. Initiate countdown. And now for the news. Welcome back to Tomorrowland Bugle. Um, so, uh, lots of new and exciting uh, news articles and developments that uh, have popped up over the long winter break. And uh, so, I'm just going to go ahead and start us off with saying that the uh, in Hong Kong Disneyland, uh, Disney has announced that they're going to be spending around 1.4 billion dollars to remodel it. Which remodel what? The castle. Okay. In Hong Kong, did I not say that? Yeah. Oh, you said it, and so was... Oh, sorry. They're going to remodel the castle at Hong Kong Disneyland well, with yeah. $1.4 billion. There's a lot of concept art uh, available on it, oh. but it looks kind of weird. Kind of looks like an add-on. Yeah, yeah, Instead yeah. Instead of a remodel. As, uh, as most of you probably oh. listened to as TPM vids, as he's put it, was... Uh, it looks like all the Disney princesses just kind of threw up, and there you go. There's there's the castle, you know, type thing. Well, but, I think they wanted to do something about it because Hong Kong Disneyland has mountains with the green background. Oh, okay. Like, lots of trees, and so I mean you've got these glorious mountains, and you got Hong Kong in the background, and then you got this puny tiny castle with no moat. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I think that it's a and good choice. I like the idea that every single Disney park is a different castle, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I agree with that. And uh, I think it's good that they're remodeling it because it does it does look like it needs some TLC. But if I had the choice, I would just tear down the castle and not really add on to it. Like, Yeah, that's true, that too. Sense. Yeah, I would just tear uh-huh. it down and build it up again instead of putting it bigger castle i don't know i don't understand what it is in the middle of it i don't know uh you guys can just go ahead and go check out that uh an image of the concept art um it it looks like what caleb said is more of an add-on a big Uh, add-on yeah a big add-on uh it looks like it's gonna be really tall taller than really any disneyland castle we've ever seen Mm. but i mean 1.4 billion dollars is a lot of money I'm hoping that they don't just kind of, you know, throw it all, you know, to the side and say, here you go. They actually, you know, put some work into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's probably one of the bigger news. Uh, another one is the announce of the Wrinkle in Time uh, movie that's going to be Ooh. released on March 9th. 
Uh, it's going to be it's a star-studded cast, including Ofer Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon, and Chris Pine, and so many more. Uh, I personally have never read the books because I started reading one and I got really bored with it. They're boring. Uh, <laughs> sorry if you guys are like diehard fans of Wrinkle in Time. I haven't met but, any, so yeah, me neither. Um, thoughts? I I I'll go see it. You I'll know, go see it too. I'll to spend money like, to see it. Yeah, I'll spend money to go and see it and do you know like a review on it. But I feel like this is sort of a Pete's Dragon. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Kind Did of you thing, get yeah. that feeling like all hyped up and then it yeah. was like meh? Yeah, it's kind of a eh, okay movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's and then uh, Caleb, you have a couple. Yeah. You're gonna talk about. Okay. Disney also released details about the new Nutcracker movie, probably coming out next November, maybe. Maybe. I believe so. It's it's sometime within the year. Thoughts, feelings? Thoughts, um, feelings? It looks very artistic, I guess is a way to put it. It's by the same people who did uh, Beauty and the Beast, but it looks a little weird. <laughs> It, it almost, you know, like, it's almost kind of the same thing with Alice in Wonderland, well, like, the live-action ones, is you're like, okay, it's a Disney one. Well, uh, the thing is I'm getting upset about these live-action movies is there's no real sets, and yeah, it's, it's kind of all CGI. based on CGI, and, mm-hmm. I mean, you have these amazing scenes, no doubt, but there's... It gets old after a while. It gets old, like... Yeah, yeah like, with uh, Alice in Wonderland, I mean, uh, yeah, I agree. So, well, we have yet to see what that one will be like. And then our last article is Disney After Dark was announced. A long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> um, so Disney After Dark is a, it's a separate ticketed event, sort of like the Halloween party. Yeah. Um, you're encouraged to wear 1950s, 60s attire. And it lasts... I believe from around... Like four to one or... I want to say it's around six, seven, eight to one, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, anyways, you'll get a special viewing of Fantasy in the Sky fireworks. Um, Which is the firework that sh- played around opening time, the fifties, sixties of Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's also going to be a lot of live bands uh, performing fifties music. Yeah, that ragtime. I guess I would want to do that for that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely going to want to go and try that sometime. It's Disney After Dark. Just to kind of get a feel of, you know, like, oh, this is what it was, you know, the ambiance was like Yeah. back in the 50s and 60s, you know, when Disneyland opened. So I'll definitely go and do that at some point. Yeah, and you, do you have any uh, bigger news stories or any small ones um, that we haven't covered in December? Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I don't know if we've talked about the official release of the name. Uh, yeah. But that was a while ago. But speaking of Star Wars, Star Tours added two new scenes. Oh, uh huh. Did Did you see that when you went? No, it's still the same. Cause don't they now end it in? Uh... So now it's sort of a set kind of thing, and the only scene that changes is the opening scene. So now you're being like pulled by Darth Vader. Oh, in yeah. Since or you're being stopped by stormtroopers. So that's the only real thing that changes, and then. You jump to uh, Jakku, where you do the Force Awakens, and then you jump to uh, the planet of Crate, where you have that battle, 
In The Last Jedi. Yeah, and then you jump to a planet. I just forgot the name. but Isn't it like Badu or something? Badu, I know. I I know it starts with a B and ends in a U. (laughs) But that's where uh, the new Galaxy's Edge is going to be at. And you land in Galaxy's Edge, so... Yeah, so I'm hoping that... I I don't know what they're going to do with... uh, I know they have that in Disney World. I don't know if they... Wait, the new additions? Yeah, yeah well... it's everywhere now. Oh, okay, because I don't know how they're going to do that with... Because at Disney World, it's cool because the Star Tours ride is right where Galaxy's Edge entrance is. Well, then it'd make more sense to put it there, then. Yeah, so, like, what if they were to transfer... <laughs> I know it's a lot of work, um, but what if they were to transfer the Star Tours ride over near the entrance of Galaxy's Edge? Not likely. And so you enter in Frontierland, <laughs> and then get off in Galaxy. I don't know. I don't know. Or else, like, have it go underground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We heard about this idea a long time. Yes, ago. we did a long time ago. But I don't know. Yeah. So it'll it will just be a little weird. Like, oh look, you landed in Badu or whatever. Now walk halfway across the park to get there. You know, type thing. It's a little like, wait, didn't we? Like well, it kind it would it would ruin the effect. It would ruin the effect, and that's why I think that Star Tours probably is going to go bye bye before twenty nineteen. Yeah, I could see. The more it. you think about it, the more it's real, like realistic. Yeah. Um, now, that being, it would be awesome if like, there the Star Tours entrance entrance was right by the Galaxy Land Galaxy Land. Um, Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge entrance, and then you like boarded your Star Tours flight, and you landed in Batu, and you like walked into Galaxy's yeah, Edge. Yeah, that'd I be amazing. So. That'd be a really cool effect. And you're like, you're leaving, and you go back to Disneyland. I don't know, but anything like yeah. that. That would be cool. Just I'm thinking they're up to it. Yeah, it would be a lot of work because as we covered in our Star Tours history episode or whatever, you know, like the history, uh, they had to move in the uh the military training systems that they use for star tours with a crane so if they were to you know relocate they'd have to completely build a whole new system and it's just not worth it yeah and it's really unrealistic i don't know why we're still on this yes so (laughs) don't don't expect that yeah but it would be cool but unrealistic yep okay uh that's really it um i'm trying to think Oh no, we see a lot more, uh, a lot more mapping projections on the castle at Disney World uh, with this new fireworks show that debuted um, in January. Yeah, so that's late too. It is, but uh, that's <laughs> if we miss. We'll talk about that in that in our year of review. So yeah, we will. So um. I, that's all for Tomorrowland Bugle. If we've missed anything, or if you just want to read the full articles, go ahead and get onto our website at tuneintown.com. And we're, go- we're going to go ahead and get into our main segment of the show, uh, where we're going to do our year in review. Mm-hmm. So um, let's go ahead and get into it right now. Step right up, step right up. <laughs> What you are about to experience, to experience. Remain seated until your boat comes to a complete stop at the dock and you are asked to disembark. Thank you. 
Okay, welcome to the main segment of the show where we talk about our year in review and we celebrate our second annual podcast anniversary. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, it's still kind of coming up with the name, but like podcast anniversary, podiversary, yeah. yeah. Podiversary. So I'm going to turn this over to Caleb. He's uh, compiled a couple of questions. Yep. So how we're going to do this is we're going to go through the year of 2017 in order of month and talk about the different things that were added. And then after that, we're going to go back and talk about um, like our least favorite things, our most favorite things for purchase, favorite books, stuff like that. Yeah. Least so. favorite thing that they've done in Disneyland or any of the Disney parks. <laughs> so I visited Disneyland in August and David has had the great privilege to visit Disneyland in October and November and Disney World in January. Yes. January. So there's going to be lots of uh, information spilling over here. So let's get started. January. January. Disney World. Unless there's, you know, bigger news that comes before my Disney World trip. Okay, well, <laughs> so Disney World, um, it's for someone who's gone to Disneyland uh, a lot, you know, their whole lives, uh, and only going to Disney World once, I don't know if I can really have an opinion of Disney World, but uh, Disneyland well, is just so classic to me. I think the opinion is, if you haven't seen something or done something, you shouldn't have an opinion about it at all. Yeah, that's and true. you've seen and done Disney World, so... Based on what you've been to and seen. Yeah. What's your... But who knows? Maybe we've done it wrong according to some other people. You know, like what parks we went to and what order and, you know, type thing. Yeah. Uh, So, um, but from my opinion, I felt like the cast members weren't as happy or magical. Like, that's that's the one thing that really stood out to me. Because uh, Disneyland, uh, everywhere we go... I always see a, uh, you know, some sort of cast member going out of their way, trying to make your experience magical, trying to, you know, feel like, trying to make everything, you know, like, not all cast members are going to be like that, but I feel like Disney World didn't have as many. I mean, sure, there were a couple, right? There were a Mm -hmm. couple that were, you know, really nice, really happy, but then there were just, but there was not a majority like there is in Disneyland. Yeah. So, for me, that's the most overlying part of it. I don't know if it's just, like, the training or the management or just if they're in Florida. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that's my opinion about oh, the cast members. Oh, stop stereotyping people, Devin. Just, just, just Disney World cast members. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but I did like the fact that there were more than two parks. So, that was fun being able to switch between the parks. Um I know uh, Epcot gets a lot of backlash for, you know, kind of being a boring park with not that many rides and entertainment, but I'm a sucker for architecture, as many of your long, uh, many of our longtime listeners know. Uh, I really do enjoy the architecture, uh, and so seeing how Imagineers were able to, you know, use their skills and force perspective and everything throughout the World Showcase at Epcot, yeah. I, really, I really enjoyed that. Like, I... Uh, I could and I have just spent one entire day just walking around, not going on a single ride there, and still having, you know, a great time. That's true. All right, um, moving into February, nothing happened. Moving into March, I don't think anything happened. When did Pandora open? 
Pandora Avatar. opened beginning of May, I think. Yeah, so that's the next one. So Devin barely missed it. Um, yeah, just by a couple months. <laughs> but uh, that was a big, was a big opening. A lot of money spent there. Um, let's see. So now we're at May, I think. Yeah, Avatar Land. Yeah. Avatar World. Uh, June. Oh, wait, May. We had Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout open. Oh, yeah. But still, sorry. Talking about Avatar still. There's just, um, there were, uh, there's a lot of, uh, of course, we have to touch on the fact that it's very immersive. Joe Rohde, the lead Imagineer, does an amazing job at making uh, things very detail-oriented, very, um, very immersive, I guess, as we said before. Yeah. It just, it makes things, it makes it immersive. <laughs> There's no other way of putting it. But just, um, everything lights up at night. The food, I've heard, is amazing there, and it looks really well done, and, you know, it puts you still there. Um, and then, of course, we have to talk about uh, the Navi River journey, uh, where you have the A100 figure that's all electric, and uh, it's very fluid, very... Uh, Again, very detail-oriented. It's amazing. I mean, that whole ride is somewhat a little boring. Well, that's where... Hmm, I think most of the time and money was spent in that immersive setting. Yeah. Where, I mean, you got those waterfalls coming off of rocks. Floating, floating rocks Floating in the air, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, that's amazing, but I wish they paid a little bit more attention to what would the rider feel like what's happening yeah someone who hasn't seen pandora mm-hmm. or no uh, avatar and who's going through this yeah like, so but other than that like it it's a pretty immersive ride yeah i agree uh it just it is a little boring you know it's yeah. which it's almost like pirates of the caribbean right it is pretty much exactly like pirates of the caribbean except you know minus the pirates yeah and the caribbean and you know Navi all that. of the Pandora. <laughs> um, but it, uh, but uh, I just think that more people are looking f- more towards, you know, like uh, thrill rides nowadays. Kind of like uh, flight of pa- or yeah, passage of flight. Yeah, flight, flight of passage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I've never been on. Uh, POVs are a little funky, but it looks cool. Like the grandson of Soren. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, kind of. Um, but yeah, again, really immersive if we haven't talked enough about that yet. Uh, Want to go to it someday, which I I will. I will. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go ahead and keep going. All right. So we already touched on June. July brought the Rivers of America back to life uh-huh. with uh, the railroad and the new... Uh, I, I don't want to call it back, Backsplash, but that little... It's called... They gave it a fish, an official name. It's called, like, the Lands of Columbia, or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Area of Columbia. But it's very beautiful. Yep. Um, lots of waterfalls. Because what they had to do, sorry, was uh, with the new edition... This is at Disneyland with the new edition of uh, Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Land. Uh, they had to shrink the size of Rivers of America, and so they just completely took that opportunity and completely kind of revamped and... Redid the back area of Rivers of America. Yeah, which so. brought a lot of new stuff to life again. You know, stuff that was gone for quite a while. 
Mm -hmm. and it gave it a whole new flair of awesome detail and yeah 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 um which also returned or brought back phantasmic for its 25th anniversary yes yes Yes. talk about that later okay um let's see august Uh, what did august bring that's a good question I don't know. Um, October brought new fireworks. No, not new fireworks. New Halloween decor to California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. That, which we talked about in our Halloween special, which yeah. was a really good episode, I think. Um, Go back and listen to it. <laughs> November didn't bring anything, and December was kind of a quiet month. We had, uh, Dece- sorry, December, uh, we had, again, new uh, Christmas decorations brought into DCA, the Festival of Holidays oh, in Festival DCA. Oh, Festival of Holidays, yeah, third year. Yep. So. Uh, and uh, even though it is uh, a little bit in the future and it's in 2018, but Pixar, or Pixar Pier is coming, so Paradise Pier is going to be closing down in about five or so days. So. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. And possibly your last time being able to ride Screaming. Oh, Screaming is closing on January 7th. So you have... Four days. Four days. Yep. yep. So wake As up tomorrow morning evening. and go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a big fan of Screaming and don't want to see it to go, yeah, four days. Well, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, it but... very much is. But it's just, you know, different music. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get into the questions. Let's Question? see. Question? Oh, we forgot about um, at the beginning of this year they brought back the uh, um, uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade back to Disneyland. Ugh, garbage, trash, throw it away. We're spoiled with paint the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that was big for you know reminiscent. Uh, that was big for people who've seen the Main Street Electrical Parade and not before. paint the night. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or, you know, have seen both, but want, you know, kind of reminiscent memories of, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right, so. All right. So, let's see. So, what was your favorite Disney book this year that you received? Whew, that's a good question. Um, I only got one Disney book. <laughs> so I guess it I must have to be go. Your favorite? Yeah, I guess I have to go with that one. My uh, so the book that I got was uh, Disney fact or Disney facts revealed, um, and I I enjoyed it because it just it not only just talks about the parks, which is normally the books that I got or I get. Uh, this one mainly talked about uh, everything, you know, yeah. uh, animated films, live action films, the parks, merchandise, which. Uh, merchandise has been really interesting being able to see how merchandise has changed throughout the years Mm, and being able to see, um, you know, how much stuff is worth, 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 worth today. Uh, and just kind of seeing how, uh, designs have changed throughout the years, you know, of animation styles of Mickey and plush toys and stuff like that. So, all right. Um, my favorite book I got during Christmas and it is called death in the tragic kingdom. Now, before you rant, um, <laughs> to the uh, book's name, it's about death at Disneyland um, and Disney World and other Disney parks. Um, it's actually really interesting. 
Well, now we know what our third annual Halloween episode is going to be on. <laughs> well, it's not that. It's, it also talks about non-fatal accidents. Also, like, like major injuries. Major injuries. And, I, I mean, we've, we have researched death at Disneyland, so I didn't really yeah. know that much about Disney World. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see how people die in the nicest way. Um, it's also interesting to talk about legends and myths and ghosts that people see. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. Which really makes it seem like these parks are haunted. Um, there's a death on the Disney Cruise Line. Huh. Um, so, so you have to uh, <laughs> riddle me this, Batman. No. So um, are m- the majority of them, you're probably not done reading the book yet, but are the majority of them uh, user done. error? Um, or is it actual Disney? Disney's fault? Disneyland, the majority of them are user error. Like yeah. people jumping over cars to get to the peep. Like, sorry, let me rephrase that. People jumping into cars on the people mover track and getting crushed. Oh yeah, that's Matterhorn like bobsleds getting like run over, mm-hmm. run, running over people, that sort of thing. And then the only, people- the only Disney relate like Disney's fault death that I know of is the one that's not you know user error, <laughs> so to speak, is the one where. You know, the guy got crushed with the, uh, on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. How yeah. The front train derailed and, you know, crushed his chest. And it's, in- it's interesting to see that this guy uses uh, money as an example on this. Like, he talks about how money revolves around these deaths, in a way. Because that, that Big Thunder Mountain accident was based on lower maintenance costs, because they wanted more money in their budget, which caused oh, it. okay. So... It's and it's stuff like that, and most of them are suicides, you know, because oh, okay. something is, I don't know. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, um, but like a mom letting her toddler, his or yeah, her toddler, go by next to the moat and drown, like it's sort of yeah, that's just for money, right? Yeah. So they can say, oh, my son, you know, crossed the fence, he drowned. I'm gonna sue you, you know, type thing. Like but that. Then, that's a big. <laughs> Just going on, uh, she led him over the fence. So. Oh, okay. So, so fun. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting in that perspective that, you know, you think Disney is the safest place in the world just because it has a name Disney slapped on it. Yeah. But then you see all these deaths and what really happens. So. Which, it technically could be a safe place. If people were just kind of smarter and not money-driven, right? That's true. Most of the deaths are kind of weird in the sense that, well, most of them are teenagers not thinking, so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll never do that. No. Yeah. No, haven't had that before. (laughs) So, um, on to our next topic. Favorite food this year. Ooh, that's a good one. That you um, like a new addition that you tried or something new that you tried. So when I went to the Disney, when I went to Disneyland in November with my entire family, we went. Uh, of course, churros are my favorite, right? The four dollar, yeah. five dollar churros. Um, <laughs> but my favorite had to be um, the sour watermelon churros that we got in Critter Country, and. Um, and it, I really enjoyed it because I like sour stuff and I like churros. 
Wow, it's very descriptive. I know. I I don't know how else to explain it. It was a, it was a it was a new Fantasmic special that they had kind oh, of yeah, going on, yeah. like the oh, flavored yeah, churros. Yeah. I heard about that. And so I really enjoyed the sour watermelon churros. All right, cool. Well, we went to Carnation Cafe for the first time as a family in August. Ooh. Did you get Walt's meatloaf? No. That's my favorite. Meatloaf's okay. Well, you ketchup, it's amazing. You haven't tried Walt's meatloaf. Walt's meatloaf is amazing. I believe you. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, And I enjoyed the chicken fried chicken. It's probably my favorite meal. It was Mm. chicken, fried chicken with mashed potatoes. The mashed potatoes were amazing. I know, their mashed potatoes at Carnation are really good. I don't know if it's just because you've been walking around all day and haven't really... Well, it's Eating a good anything? meal. Like, it's an actual meal, not like a yeah, not like just a burger like, meal. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, which makes Carnation Cafe special and good. I mean, they still serve hamburgers if you want a hamburger. Yeah, but they also sell like good, a solid meal. You know, that will yeah. last you a couple hours. Um, but right. you know, you have to pay for it. <laughs> um, least favorite food. Ooh, that you tried something that knew that you tried and you said ill. So, uh, I tried the Tigger Tails from Critter Country, and I'm not a huge fan of, you know, like, marshmallows and chocolate, and I I didn't really like it. I mean, like, some things are okay, but other things are gross. So, I know there are a lot of people that really like the Tigger Tails, but I I didn't. Yeah, they're they're sugar-filled. They are. That's disgusting. <laughs> but, yeah, that's mine. That's my least favorite food that I tried. Um, this food that I choose, chose and was not my least favorite, that's probably down there, is kind of the most disappointing, and that was a churro. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> First time trying churro. I had all these amazing ex- ex- like expectations and That's stuff. because of me. Yeah. I, I, I'm Devin sorry. He keeps talking about the churro. <laughs> he's always like, oh, the churro, it's so amazing. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll have to buy a churro. And then I bought a churro. And I said, wow, that's a lot of money. And then I ate it. And I said, I can just go to Sam's Club and buy a 99 cent churro. And I was like, why did I waste my money? But I ate the churro. <laughs> but you ate the churro. Oh, wow. So it wasn't okay. disgusting. It was like... It was an okay churro, but it didn't meet your expectations. I, I think it's more so for me because... Well, yeah. I, I like it because, you know, it's more sentimental because that's, that's always what we get whenever we go to Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and there's a psychological sense, I guess. Like, I've tried Dole Whips other places you don't like dole whips no i've tried dole whips other places and it just doesn't taste the same as disneyland yeah so that's true so i mean just like being raised on disneyland churros so to speak and then going to you know sam's club and getting a 99 cents churro is it's just the same thing and i felt like i was just a money grabber so it kind of is but i mean it's a churro sometimes you just need a churro (laughs) churro and a coke that's your disneyland meal Churro and a Coke. It's a cheap Disneyland. Well, actually. <laughs> it's not cheap. I just second-guess myself. Churro's five bucks. <laughs> so does three bucks. It's eight. Yeah, five. That's yeah, like a, eight dollar a big combo yeah. at Wendy's. Yeah, and not even that. <laughs> Our circle, you can get that for like five bucks. I know. 
Oh dear. All right. Okay. Next question. Um. Favorite cast member experience. Oh, I have to think about this one. I know you have to think about it. Um. So, do like, you have one? I do. You can. Yeah. You can go ahead and go, and I'll see. I'll. I'll think. Um. So. It was in that week of August. We were. Um. I think we were at a liaison company, in uh, California Adventure, and we were at the pin shop. And we were just looking at pins, because now all of our family has lanyards, and we collect pins for fun. Uh-huh. Um, and so, this cast member, well, we were looking for the pin backs, the locking pin backs. Do you get that? Oh, uh, no, I haven't got them, but I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> well, we use them because we have some pretty valuable pins. Yeah. And we don't want to lose them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were looking for that. They were out of stock. And then, I think, I can't remember this whole detail part, but my mom and this cast member got into a conversation and she figured out what well, we told them that it was my mom's anniversary, my mom and dad's anniversary. And she asked, oh, where's the dad? And he was sleeping at the hotel. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> sorry, ask. that was unneeded detail. <laughs> Why did I say that? Anyways, um, so we were about to leave and then this cast member came up and said, wait. And then she had my mom two candy apples, like nice candy apples. Hmm. And my mom said, really? And she was like, they are going to cost you something. And she said, what? A smile. Aww. Aww. And so then we went to uh, guest relations and put that cast member's name in the good cast member list. Hmm. So that was very sweet and nice. That was probably the best cast member experience I've ever had. So she was very nice. That's awesome. Um... So, I've had a lot of really good cast member experiences, uh, but they're all really in the past. That's okay. You know, like, so, uh, but concerning this year, my favorite cast member experience had to be the part where it was um, uh, when just me and my mom went for my birthday in October. Mm-hmm. We um, we were staying at the Paradise Pier Hotel, you know, just for one night, and we were just kind of talking to the lady checking us in, and we had told her that it was, uh, you know, my birthday, and she got us a pen and everything, and then she says, uh-huh. and then she says, because it's your birthday, I upgraded you to a park uh, room view. Ooh. Room. So, uh, with no upcharge or no extra charge. So, that that one had to be my favorite this year. So, we were able to... Did you to, get, like, a view of World of Color? So, we actually went... No, we did not. We stayed... So, the park was open until 12, so we stayed the entire time. <laughs> Magic hours to 12. Um, but we got home, and all the lights were still lit up. You know, you saw screaming with, the, you know, the new lights that they put up on the the meddling or whatever you want to call them, yeah. and Mickey's Fun Wheel. And, That's nice. I know. So, that, that one had to be my favorite. So, thank you. <laughs> if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, but yeah, thank you. Uh. <laughs> now least favorite cast member experience Ooh. i don't really have one but i can think of a couple where they were just having a bad day so i've had that before uh this year it had to be at disney world you know just kind of like um they just wouldn't help you at all you know like you would you would look at them and you're having a good day or whatever right you look over at a cast member operating a ride and you smile at them and you wave and they just stare at you with a blank face, like, get me out of here. I hate my job. You know, type thing, which I would be like, I would kill to be in a job, be in your, in your place, right? Yeah. Working at Disney World. And, and so just that, 
just Disney World was different for me. Just where there was like the cast members weren't lively, and they weren't happy to be there. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we definitely haven't had any bad cast member experiences at all. But we have had a couple where it's just unusual for yeah. a cast member. And normally those are crowd control people, especially during Fantasmic and Fireworks. Mm-hmm. Now, you just got to obey them, people. Um, they scream. They yell. Sometimes they feel sorry for them. Not bad, but how do I describe it? Like, it's just sometimes unusual for me. Yeah, yeah, because so, you're expecting them to act a certain way, but then, you know, you're like, kind of like, oh, okay, I, you know, like, it kind of shocks you for a minute. Yeah, I understand. Because like, we, we that, wanted to go one one path down, and she said, sorry, you can't go, it's one way, and that was the end of the conversation, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, normally you expect that kind of luxury, but. Mm-hmm. So, that's not really bad, but sort of, it's her job. Yeah, so. it's a, it's it's a different job, like crowd control, right? They have to be strict. They but, have to tell people like, "No, we're trying to keep this pathway open." Yeah, you know, type thing. Like, but that being said, crowd control around Fantasmic when the show is going, they're energetic, like they dance. So, oh. <laughs> all right, we have one more question, and that is your most favorite addition to the Disney parks this year. Ooh, favorite addition, um. My favorite addition to the parks has to probably be Mission Breakout, Guardians of the Galaxy. From Walt Disney World, from every everything? Oh, from everything. From, from what you've visited and seen this year, what would be your most favorite addition to the Disney parks? Ooh, like that was added this year? This year, like Pandora, oh. Mission Breakout. Yeah, I have to be Mission Breakout because those are really the only like two big additions. So it has to be Mission Breakout because I went with, you know, like low expectations, mixed expectations, mixed, thinking yeah. this is going to be either, you know, kind of a cheesy, lame, tried to do it in yeah. four month turnaround type thing to a, uh, or a, you know, this could be better than Tower of Terror. And I get off and I'm thinking, that's better than Tower of Terror. So that has to be my new favorite favorite ride. Well, it surpassed so. all expectations. Like, I was expecting it to be rushed together, and I didn't get yeah. that. So. No, I didn't either. It was a lot of fun. Like, normally with Tower of Terror, you're always on there going, I don't want to die today. But that one, it's more of a... It's way more fun and yeah, energetic, yeah. and yeah. it's it's a very fun addition. So I'm assuming it's the same for you, too? Uh, no. Oh. My favorite addition was Fantasmic. Oh, yeah. Uh, from the reviews and podcasts i've listened to and seen people have been crapping on it saying oh i ate this 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 and this i'm just saying guys take a break take a break don't take it so seriously which we do sometimes for some things but so we're being somewhat hypocritical because it's amazing what they did they added projections on the island they added new fountains new sound new mickey it's new everything essentially yeah you mean you have new scenes, and it's kind of the Phantasmic I've always wanted. And this just means that Phantasmic's just going to stick around for another 20 years, and that's great. And mm-hmm. it's just time for a new generation to experience it. And so yeah. these these old picklers you know, shut their piles. Because so. that's pretty much what this whole new uh, revamp was all about, was it was more so directed toward the new generation of Phantasmic yeah, uh, like listeners. And like after leaving the show, like I've seen the original and then the new one. The original was really good, like no matter what. But that dragon, that dragon has problems. Um, <laughs> but like after seeing the new one, I was walking away saying, 
Oh my goodness, the fireworks show in World of Color had a baby and put it on steroids. So, <laughs> I don't think that's the... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it surpasses World of Color by a million, and the fireworks show, like, yeah, it just doesn't compare. And so, to me, this is just a way of saying it's going to last longer. Yeah, I, I can see that, too. Sorry, we have I one mean, more question. Once oh, yeah, done. go ahead. We have, we have one more question. Are you good? Yeah, go ahead. All right. With that being said, what was your least favorite addition to 2017 to the least Disney parks? Least favorite. Um, mm, hmm. What was something that you rode or see, you saw, and that you th- felt like that was a waste of time and money? Probably Frozen Ever After. I mean, I know that was added, you know, the ending middle summerish of last year. But, you know, me seeing it for the first time, it just... Oh, wait, no. Something even... Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It was hyped up way too much. I know it's really old, and it wasn't added this year. But, no, it was hyped up way too much. I had really high expectations, and it was a ride. I didn't really... I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to. Really? Yeah. Huh. So That's interesting. Now, did you experience anything that was bad at Disneyland, Disney California Adventure this year? Like, mm. any attractions or shows that you thought, that was stupid? Uh, let me think about it. All right. Go ahead and go. <sighs> I need to think about it, too. Um, so, I think just kind of Disney California Adventure as a whole... I guess. I don't know. Like, I was expecting a little bit more with the decorations, I guess, with the whole, um, you know, they made the whole big deal about Halloween coming to California Adventure. Yeah. And I was, I guess I was just expecting a little bit more. I don't know, less. I, I don't know. It just, it wasn't like, wow. It was kind of a, okay. Type thing. So, um, my least favorite addition. I know this is a little into 2018, would probably be Pixar Pier. I just think it hasn't opened yet. I know, but like, just now starting D23, and I just like, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, that is a waste of money and time. Yeah. Like, do you get that? Yeah. And then I'm. I don't know, I'm turning to California Adventure. I'm not seeing California anymore. I'm just seeing a bunch of, like, Disney property being put in places. Like, Cars on No Doubt About It is amazing, but I just feel like that was filler space. Yeah, I, I can see that. And plus, it has nothing to do with California. And no doubt about it, like, the Hollywood Tower Hotel and the Tower of Terror was amazing. I love that ride. Mm-hmm. But That fit in with the whole California Adventure because yeah. it was Hollywood. And now you add in this very colorful... colorful ugh. What is up with me? This abstract building, and yeah. it just doesn't make sense. I feel like it's becoming more and more, uh, let's see what Disney movies we can pull out. And yeah, like more of a Disney movie park. And it doesn't even make sense. Like, now you're, like, they're splitting Paradise Pier and Pixar Paradise Park, and, like, World of Colors not making that much sense. And then you've got uh, the Mickey, Mickey's Fun Wheel, which I was hoping for the last of the wheel, but that never happened. <laughs> What would it be called? The Lasseter Fun Wheel? Yeah, something like that. The (laughs) Lasseter 
button-up Hawaiian t-shirt, Will. I don't know. I'm telling you, like, Hawaiian everything there. Mm-hmm. You got Hawaiian colors, pineapple. Should just call it Dole Whips. Add Dole Whips there. <laughs> Dole Whips. Bring them over from Disneyland. <laughs> Dole Whips everywhere. Yeah. So, so much potential. It um, uh, has yet to be built. Maybe it will be better than expected. I have really low expectations. I'm hoping they'll bring some... Oh, I have the lowest expectations for that place because I just feel like... Credit Coaster? Yeah. Credit what? Yeah, that that's a lame name. <laughs> so... But, I don't know, we'll have to see how it kind of turns out. Yeah. But Cool. Yeah. So, um... Oh, sorry. Yeah, what? I forgot what my least favorite one was. Oh, yeah. My least favorite addition this year was the stupid Main Street Electrical Parade. That thing was garbage <laughs> and trash and Christmas lights and ugly and nasty and small, and they should have just thrown it out and everything would have been okay. That's it. I think it's done now. It has its run. I'm done. Throw it out, okay? I honestly want to see it in dumpsters behind like, Disneyland. <laughs> My gosh. I'm so done with that. We sat down, okay. saw the opening. We're like, yep, we're done. <laughs> it was just so puny. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Caleb, for celebrating our second annual Potiversary. Woo! I can't believe we had it for almost well, two years. Two years. So uh, this up this is going to be uploaded a day or two late because of uh, busy schedules and everything. So uh, I will try and get it up as quick as possible. But uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you have anything you want to talk about, if you want to tell us what your uh, least favorite addition or favorite addition is to the park, go ahead and email us at tun- comments at tunedintown.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and thank you, Caleb, for joining me, mm-hmm. and thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. There you go. That's what it is.